You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. You there, you're under 17, yes, yes, I can see you. Go somewhere else. We'll wait. Okay. Hello. Oh, hey, uh, welcome to Rinaldi's. My name is Jerome. What can I do for you? Hello. I would like to buy some crotchless chaps. Oh, uh, well, um, this is a delicatessen. Hello. I would like to buy some crotchless chaps. Okay, um, well, there's a fetish store right across the street. Uh, they could probably service your needs a whole lot better than I could. Hello. I would like to buy some crotchless chaps. Well, I could make you a crotchless sandwich, but it kind of wouldn't be one. So why don't you go to the leather shop across the street where they can give you some crotchless chaps? Hello. I would I like mean, to- unless you actually want your position as a cyborg from the future who thinks everybody in the past is kinky and gay jeopardized. What gave me away? Well, you're like totally the fourth one of you guys have encountered this week at the sandwich shop. I mean, you know, I don't know what happens to us in the future that your view of history is so totally askew, but we're way off. Hello, I would like to buy some crotchless chaps. Forget it, forget it, he's on to us. What? Yeah, sorry about that. I just got here. Wake up, sir, you're having a nightmare. Who, me? Totally. Sweet deal! Hi there, I'd uh, like to buy a sandwich. Oh, uh, sorry, I was, I fell asleep there and I had the dream again. That's quite all right, sir. Whoa, are you wearing crotchless chaps? Of course I am. We all do, in the future. Whoa, sweet, I'm still dreaming. Hello, I would like to buy a crotchless sandwich. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, what? what? Dude, you totally fell asleep behind the counter again. I think you were dreaming. Did I, did I say anything? Something about crotchless chaps and cyborgs from the future. Hi there, can I get a sandwich in this fetish shop? Uh, that was the whole dream. And when you woke up, you say your pillow was gone? Yeah, I'm pretty sure gay cyborgs from the future took it. That's the dumbest dream I've ever heard in my entire life. Now take these crotchless chaps and get the hell out of my office. Okay, sorry. God, I could use a sandwich. Did you know your waiting room just got turned into a delicatessen? How convenient. Hello, I'd like to buy a... Ah, shit, it's over already. Hello once again. You're listening to the show podcast known as Technical Difficulties for uh, June 1st, 2006. Boy, June 1st already, but we're coming up on the summer a whole lot faster than I would have liked. Uh, anyway, uh, first show of June, and uh, we'll be uh, the usual whatever niceties before we get underway here. And uh, well, I'm your host, Kyan Chris Conroy. Uh, and uh, welcome to the program, as I said before, Technical Difficulties, a comedy podcast. Uh, if you don't know what a podcast is by now, then why are you even here? Uh, anyway, uh, welcome back to the program, and uh, let's just get on with the rest of uh, whatever it is I'm doing here. Uh, why don't we? Okay? See you in a bit. This week's episode of Technical Difficulties is brought to you by... 
Does anybody know what happened with that weird glitch during the opening credits? I was trying to track that down on the board, but I couldn't figure it out. I just it was a little bit. I'm getting kind of back the, here. The little orange box up on the top there was Where? making a little whip 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 noise oh, when huh? when you were out of the room. And it uh, started to uh, you know uh, smell smell how uh, you know it's got kind of a bad you know it's like the um, the smell the burning pot handle. Oh, that can't be good. Uh, all right. Um, Should I find someone who's a bit more technically savvy? No, no. You guys just watch the board. For a minute, I'll be right back. Okie dokie. Radio to you. Well, I think really, really well. Um. Yeah. Oh, I uh, remember what I was going to ask you a question there, uh, Leonard. Yes, what can I do for you? Well, I always wanted to know what would happen if the studio light comes on on the board. Well, it would turn on the squelch and they could hear what we are saying in the studio over what's yeah. happening over on the air. Oh, God, that's good to know. Okie dokie. Wait, why did you want to know this? Oh, well, it's a good thing you asked that question, because, uh, uh, um, why did I want to know what? Why did you want to ask me what would happen if the studio light came on on the console? Because if they came on, the oh! I shouldn't have pushed that button, should I have? I know that uh, now. Oh, I feel stupid. Push it, push it! And it cleared up my acne and improved my sex life immeasurably. And you can too, so just remember to send forty nine ninety five to the address we just told you about and change your life for the better. Thank you so much, and please continue listening to our fine programming. 24 hours later. For God's sake, turn that schlugging alarm off, somebody. Somebody! I, uh, sorry. I, Thank you. I hope that's a little bit better yeah, there. Where the hell is he? He left the studio a day ago. I can't run this whole program yeah. by myself. Well, he had kind of a despondent look. He was heading you yeah. know where. Oh, for God's sake. All right, I'm going to go get him. You keep things in code stupid okay. until I get back. Okay, Manning code stupid. Honestly, the things I have to put up with around this place, it's almost not even worth it any longer. Craven coward. Where is that door there? Ah, here we are. Now, where are you? Come on, I know you're in here. Shut up, I'm thinking. <laughs> I've got ideas. <laughs> hold on, <No>. hold on. <laughs> well, 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 if it happened no. again, did it? No, did no. it? I'm fine. I'm in total control. Come on. No. Come on, no, own up. No. Just no. own up. No. Would you no. please? Ah, ah. You've hit the wall. You've run out of ideas. <laughs> I I didn't run out of ideas. I just, I've got plenty of ideas. Uh, look, look, look what I've got here. Look, uh. ninjas. Pirate ninjas, okay? Pirate ninjas versus... Ninja pirates! Oh, Isn't that a great sick. idea? Ah! You honest you didn't prepare the show properly. Just admit it, you've got nothing. You nothing. Look look at this mess of a program you've done this week. You've let your fans down I, again. I didn't let them down. I just my muse has abandoned me. I can't think of any jokes. I even tried to write a sketch about how hard it is to write sketches. Look how that turned out. Yes, I noticed that. It is pretty pathetic, isn't it? Well. As a matter of fact, folks, for those listening at home, this episode is now officially cursed. Mm-hmm. You know, just before I recorded this part here, we recorded over another four or five minutes of material, and the computer crashed, taking it all with it. It's as if the world's <laughs> rejecting technical difficulties outright. Yes. Ow! What was that for? Comedy and comedy oh. alone. Oh, so... <laughs> What am I supposed to do now? Well, first of all, stop whining. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. Sit up straight, too. Your posture. Hey, I don't know. That's going to help. Back is kind of all right. Now, if we've got anything left um, to salvage this episode. Yes. Yes, we do. All right. I promised last week that I was going to do a new cop beat, and I did it. Oh, good. Melman will be overjoyed. The show's going to come out a bit short, though. I mean, we're only, what, seven minutes, three, four... Five seconds into it? You're going to have to live with it being too short then, Mr. Smarty Ass. And besides, you're a day late and as it is. Well, couldn't we just pad a little bit? Ow! Stop whining. Ow.
not even hitting you. I'm just <laughs> clapping my hands. You're not supposed to tell them that. Look, this is getting too self-referential as it is, all right? Are we just going to get on with the show or not? Uh, yes. Good. But first, I want you to promise to this audience that you're going to spend a lot more time preparing the program in the future. So you won't be left alone here. It's sitting here in the stupid cluttered office of yours trying desperately to come up with something funny. All right. Yeah. I promise, audience, mm. I'm really sorry. I'm just jinking, jinking, jinking you around to jink, yanking, jinking, 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 whatever. I'm sorry I did a lazy show this week. The last three shows have been kind of, well, short and lazy, and I'm not proud of that. It's just that I've been busy, and I'm kind of on the edge of burnout here, and I just, I gotta, and I'm gonna, next week's show will be prepared in advance, I promise. And you better keep that promise there, young man. Or what, you'll clap your hands next to my head again? No, your audience will abandon you. shit, you're right. Come on, think about those new fans you have in Portugal. You've got letters from people in Australia. You've got fans in Lebanon. You're gonna let them all down? How about your fans in Poland? Well, What if they all go back to simply sitting around and watching Grupa Mokarta? Grupa Mokarta? Why? That's the most talented string quartet I've ever seen in my life. Yes, Grupa Mokarta. Please, check them out on YouTube. You'll be amazed. Mm -hmm. And now, back to copy with a mere flip of a switch. (laughs) Righto! Oh, my. Oh, hmm? Leonard, I had no idea you were so talented. Uh, uh, thank you, uh, Sylvie. I practice a lot in my spare time. Well, well, this is a little bit more interesting than Cop Beat, maybe. Yes. Um, oh, dear. Yes. Hmm. Leonard, is that little light supposed to be on? What little red? Whoops! Oh, well. Yeah, fun, fun while it lasted. Yeah, I'll say. Well, anyway, now it's time for Cop Beat. It always rains in my Los Angeles. I can't remember a time it wasn't raining, even from when I was a kid. Los Angeles was always shrouded in mist and darkness and in rain at night. You know, when I was a kid, they used to tell me that whenever it rained, it was the angels crying. Of course, on the other hand, they also told me that whenever there was thunder and lightning, it was the angels bowling. That one really threw me. Never quite understood the crying-bowling connection. And besides, every time I think of bowling, I think of those guys in the wide world of sports. The so-called bowling champions and their bowling championships where they always got strikes. These were guys with huge, fat beer guts, smoking cigarettes, and rolling strikes in something that was supposed to be a sport. I didn't consider any game that you could smoke and drink while playing a sport. Quite frankly, it was more like a pastime. I don't know what my parents were thinking when they told me this kind of crap. Now, every time I see the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, I think the cherubs should be replaced with crybaby, sissy, beer-gutted bowling angels can't stand it. I remember taking that information to my priest, and he just looked at me funny and said, shh, quiet, the Martians will hear you. My priest was insane. Consequently, this has colored my entire view of theology. So here I am once again in the city of smoking, drinking, crying, beer-gutted cherubs. I don't know what's gotten into me. It must be this crazy assignment I've been given. My Latin teacher told me he wanted me to translate the entire works of Dr. Seuss into Latin. I said that was nuts. Nuts, I tell you. But at least it took my mind off the case I had been working on. Corporate lobbyist by the name of Alvin Tritt was found in his own home, squashed flatter than a crepe by his wife. The list of potential suspects was as long as my arm. Of course, that list would have been double-space typed, but still, that's a pretty long list, you gotta admit. And I had to find out who was who and what was what and what the heck was going on here. Mellman, are you just going to hug that microphone all night? Uh Captain, what are you doing in my monologue? I'm waiting my turn, of course. I have to record the opening to my show. You're not the only one with a program around here. 
When did you get your own show? Come now, Melman. You haven't heard of a Hollywood police captain's hootenanny L.A. a go-go police party? No. Well, that's because it's still in the developmental stage. But guaranteed to be a smash hit. So if you'll excuse me, I have to record the opening to my show. Would you mind wrapping up your opening monologue then? All right, all right, all right. I know I forgot where I was in the monologue. Just just do the copy uh, thing. That, all right, then. That's the sort of stuff that happens when you're on the cop beat. Happy? I'm delighted. Now step aside and let a professional at that mic. <clears throat> ah, it's raining again in Los Angeles. Nothing like a good nighttime rain to put a song in my heart. Ooh, gimme that, gimme that, gimme, gimme, gimme that, gimme that, ding, gimme that, gimme, gimme that, gimme that, ding, gimme that, gimme, gimme. Come on, Melman, sing along. Gimme, gimme, gimme that, ding. Cop beat. Tales of your Los Angeles police department in action as viewed through the lens of a completely insane, retarded person. And now, it's time for Cop Beat. In order to further my progress in the investigation, I decided I needed to stop off at the coroner's office and talk to Dr. Ciccarelli, see what he could tell me about the victim and how he died. In all my 20 years in the force, I'd never met a forensics examiner better than Dr. Ernesto Ciccarelli. Unnerving he was. Just by being with the corpse alone for five minutes, he could tell you what they died of, what their favorite food was, what they had for breakfast that morning, everything about them right down to their favorite books. He was so good, some people accused him of practicing black magic to get this information. <laughs> Turns out they were right, but that never got in the way of his job performance rating, so we let him slide. Ah, there you are, Marilyn. Good to see you. Come on in. Alrighty. So, Doc, how's business? Fine, fine, fine. No, oh, because, you know, I thought that... I know. Uh, I, you thought I was going to make some sort of pun about how business was dying or people were dying to get in or yeah. things were dead around here. <laughs> well, I'm not about to pander to you that way, you bastard. Ah, uh, I see. Well, mm -hmm. anyway, about the case we're working on here. Uh, yes, yes. So, Doc, you think you could tell me a little bit about my stiffy? If by stiffy you mean the person whose life was tragically cut short by murder, who uh, murder that you're investigating, that you're supposed to bring justice to society uh, and closure to the grieving members of his family, uh, yes, I've got information about that human being's life. Yeah, Doc, that, that, that's mm -hmm. what I meant with... Why don't you uh, try showing just a little bit of respect for the departed once in a while, Melman? Uh, Yes, yes, I'm sorry. All right, well, where is the victim of the crime? He's, uh... Yeah, he's in that manila envelope there on the table, the one with the candy stripes. Boy, I wish all these bastards came flat as a pancake like that. Sure make my storage uh, capacity a whole lot easier to deal with. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. Uh, should I just take him out? No, no, the... no, I'll do it. Don't touch anything. I'll probably just break it or rip him or something. Here, hold on. Just got to get the open like that. Yeah, yeah. all right. Well, there you go. Have a good look. What What am I looking at here? I don't. I don't understand what. Well, I... this was Alvin Tritt, the guy who got yeah. flattened. That's, yeah, that's the one you want, right? Dodge heads. Yeah, where? Well, you have to unfold him first. Oh, well, oh I see. All right. Well, what? here, just take right. take that. Okay, out. got it. Well, yes. All right, turn that one over. Turn, right. turn it. All right, okay. towards me. Wait. No, Should all right. Wait, that's the wrong end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's try and get him back in. All right. Let's try right with that. Yeah, we'll turn that over that way. Yeah. No. Okay. No. All right. Now get him. That's good. Quick, quick. There. There. we go. Oh, now I see you. How do you like that? Flat like a Nebraska interstate. Yeah, it looks like a giant skin tortilla. Boy, you detectives just have no respect for the dead, do you? <sighs> All right, well, what's the official word on his death? Well, to the untrained eye, it might seem as if he was squashed by something incredibly heavy and flattening-like, like a steamroller mm. or perhaps a very large anvil. Hmm. But what if I told you that he had, in fact, been shot? Shot? That's right, Detective. Would you believe it if I told you that this man had been shot by a bullet so large it actually flattened his entire body against the ground? 
well. Well, right. if you did, you'd be a complete moron. He was run over by a steamroller. Chicarelli, why do you work so hard to piss me off? Well, Melman, my job is to mess with dead people all day long. I've got to do something to mess with the heads of the living or I just lose my mind. So, run over by a steamroller, just like the one Melvina Tritt had parked outside her house. Well, not exactly, Melman. Hmm. A little known fact about steamrollers, they all have their own unique grooving pattern. That's to tell exactly who laid down the asphalt if there's any legal disputes. I see. Now, if you look at this, this is a blow-up of the pattern that was on Melvina Tritt's steamroller roller uh-huh. part. Diamonds, yeah. Now, this is the one that killed her husband. Is that Paisley? Exactly. So what are you saying, that Alvin Tritt was run over by a hippie with a steamroller? You're too young to remember it, I suppose. But from 1968 to 1973, nine prominent corporate leaders, two scientists, and a professional dog groomer were murdered by a steamroller-driving madman who associated himself with the Weathermen Underground and other hippie-oriented leftist groups. The couple was never apprehended by the police. But he did communicate to them and the press and to several pen pals, and identified himself as the Una Steamrollerist, which even he admitted was an absolutely terrible name. The police and the FBI worked together. He came within inches of catching him, but he always managed to escape. And then after 73, he completely disappeared. So it looks like our perp is back in business again. Melman, I don't say this easily, but I want you to do everything you can to get this bastard. Why the interest all of a sudden, Chicarelli? You don't seem usually emotionally attached to my cases. Well... It's because my sister was one of the scientists attacked. She survived. But she's lived with the physical and emotional scars ever since. Can she help me at all? You'll have to ask her yourself, but be warned, she's never spoken about it. Too traumatic. Where can I find this sister of yours? Well, she works at the Coastside Marine Research Facility. She works with Hollywood stars teaching them how to administer CPR to dying sea otters. You can find her there. All right. Got it. All right, Chicarelli. Thanks a lot. You put me on the right direction and I'll do my best. One more thing, Melman. Yeah? That piece of paper you just tore off was actually part of Mr. Tritt's leg. Would you mind putting it back? Ew. Next time on Cop Beat. Any information you can give me will be of great assistance to me, Doctor. I'm sorry, Detective, but I just don't know if I'm ready to deal with this just yet. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a patient to deal with. Clear! <laughs> Well, that uh, that brings us to the end of the show. I uh, I am Cayenne Chris Conroy, and this has been Technical Difficulties. Whoops! It happened. It actually happened. I hit the wall. That's why the show is a day late. I did about half the show, and I ran headfirst into a creative block. After I did copy, just bang, right into the wall, and I couldn't create, I couldn't think of anything. I just totally blocked up. So if the show seems a little bit, well, I don't know about... Low qual- lower quality. It seemed a little bit strange. It was because I was literally trying anything I could get my hands on to try and get the show out. I mean, it, the copy copy went well. I think it was a good show overall, but I don't know. You'll have to give me your feedback and tell me if you think the show's been any good lately or not. I think it's been... Last three episodes have been a little shaky, and I think it's because I had too much going on at the same time as the show and tried to cr- compress the time that I did them in. And one more thing I've learned, that while I can do a show completely from scratch in a single day without notes... I shouldn't do it the day of my deadline because something bad might happen. And it did. Uh, anyway, thanks so much for uh, sending all the comments along that you did. Uh, I got more comments last week than I've gotten on shows in years. Please send more. I enjoy comments. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, please send them to my Gmail account. That would be techdiff, T-E-K-D-I-F-F, at gmail.com. Or leave a comment over at techdiff.com. That's the blog page where you'll see... Uh, 
that stuff there. I check that on a regular basis. I, I open my, my homepage is that. So I, if, you, if you leave a message there, I'll see it. But if you would like me to respond to you, if you'd like an email in response and not just a comment on the board, which I try to get to, but if you'd like a return, uh, return mail, please send it to my Gmail account, Gmail. That's techdiff at gmail.com, as I said before. And I would like to give a big old plug. Well, I'd like to thank everybody who commented, too. Um, uh, that would be uh, Aki and James and Luz and Steve G and David Cummer. And uh, yeah, Manly Geek sent me some mail. And uh, But the big plug this week goes out to one Steve Garriott. I forgot to mention this last week, and I feel like a complete schmuck for having done it. I have to find a place to put this. I, he never specified. Send me, Steve, if you're listening, please send me a mail to uh, tell me where you've got this posted, if you did, in fact, post it, or if it's just an HTML file you sent me. But, oh. Poor soul, poor soul. Steve Garriott of um, Steve Garriott of Everett, Washington, uh, sent me this mail while I was on vacation. I checked my Gmail while I was in somewhere in uh, Indiana, I think. And uh, was it Indiana? I forget where it was where I checked the Gmail. It doesn't really matter. But it was while I was on vacation. I forgot to mention this last week, as I said. <sighs> he actually went back and listened to every single episode of Technical Difficulties and cataloged the name and the episode number of appearance of every character I've ever done. And I didn't count exactly how many characters it is, but it's a lot. Um, now, granted, a lot of those voices will be doubles, where I use the same voice over and over again, but he's cataloged, oh my goodness, alphabetically cataloged every character I've ever done, and um, and then which episode they appeared in. And then he... Uh, 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 oh my god thank you Steve I just I can't even get over it Steve Garriott I don't know I said, like I said I don't know if he posted this on a website or if it's just a file that he sent me but I will find out and I will post it where people can actually get a look at it and he's promised to do quarterly updates so if, as I introduce new characters to the series he's going to catalog them for me Steve thank you I really am so impressed I am so honored I am so amazed that you actually went out to do that you're insane. Okay? I just wanted to bring that up, though. Insane. I, I meant to do stuff like this, and I... Wow. Okay. Well, this spurs me on to sometime in the merry month of June, uh, when I... Which, by the way, is the month of my birthday. I'm going to be 38 in the 21st. That doesn't fall. I don't think that falls on a, on a podcast day, but I'm not sure. I'm, no, it doesn't. That's the day before. Anyway, whatever. I may take that week off. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, the, um, as I was going to say, the, I've been meaning to do a Wikipedia page, and I thought I should do it, and uh, an entry for me and for technical difficulties, and I'm going to use Steve's resource here so people can actually track down all the characters I do, which might interest people uh, in the stuff that, uh, or at least give them an idea of the, some of the other things that I can do and how many voices I've done and characters I've created, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I whatever i don't know i may i may i'm gonna probably start poking at a wikipedia page but i'm gonna definitely post this on probably the technical difficulties.com page or the or one of the one of the i i will inform you as to next week check keep your eyes open and 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 i will uh, inform you on show notes pages somewhere along here where that that thing will be available for you to see and uh wow wow oh man what a fucking undertaking <laughs> <laughs> thank you again and I've also got some very nice letters from people who sent me some more ideas to work on and I'm going to get to work on that and John Henry has promised once again that we're going to do a new show we're going to do a new Zoo Patrol since again I'm I'm a little short on ideas it's nothing nothing I can't overcome but I, wow I just found myself going I, I don't have any ideas for the show 
And um, I don't want to just I don't want to bore you people with. A, I'd rather well I'd not rather not not do the show. Um, I'd rather do the show, but f- and find a different way to do it than bore you with the same material over and over again. It's going to bore me if I don't if I'm not careful that way. But whatever. Well, I'm chawing your ears off here. Uh, I don't think I have any other information to give you necessarily. Um, other than uh, please check out techdiff.com. That's where you can comment on the show. Send me a Gmail at techdiff at gmail.com. You can head on over to cayennechrisconroy.com for more information about moi and some of the other things I'm working on, though I'm way behind on that. If anybody checked it out recently, there hasn't been too many updates. There's a photo log of the trip that we just took, so if you want to see some photographs that I took on the trip, you can see them. Uh, what else? And uh, please check out, check out my wife's podcast, uncomfortable-questions.com, and our video uh, podcast, which hasn't been updated in forever, but I'm working on it, uh, <laughs> channelsurfingwipeout.com. If you, haven't, if you haven't subscribed or check that out, go ahead and do that. I'm going to be heading some, I'm gonna be sending some video projects over to YouTube, too, by the way. So we're, I'm going to start taking advantage of that Channel Surfing Wipeout uh, uh, cast by start putting, starting to put up some more oddball things. I'm just, you know, the, the comedy thing is great, but we need more stuff. We think putting out more stuff is more important than putting out great stuff. Anyway, I'm totally bending your ear off here. Anyway, thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll be back again next week with a brand new show, and this time it'll be way prepared in advance, and it'll be just wonderful. So, thank you, and good night. So, do you have children, or are you just a child at heart? In which case, Saturday Story Circle might be a good place to kickstart your weekend. Because we have the very best of family-friendly audio, which is all rated G for great. Join us on the main Mutual Audio Network feed, or you can find us at the Saturday Story Circle, wherever you get your podcasts. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.